like and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the new episode of the Footy Fetish. This is episode... 13? 13, Mark. Thank you. I was waiting for you to give me the episode number. I'm just relying on you for that now. Uh, with, yeah, with your, your one trip, well, with me, Alfie Vincent, at Mark Chapman over there. And then below, for, for me below, is a reoccurring guest, friend of the show, Oliver Greaves. How you doing? Yo, I'm good, man. How are you? As you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. As you can see, uh, Harry isn't here today. He's um, He's got better things to do, I think, <laughs> than, than be on the pop of us. Go, I'm really joking. He's just not available today. Um, but so, yeah, for today's episode, we're going to be doing the top 10 Premier League defenders of all time. We uh, did our top 10 goalkeepers a couple episodes ago now. It's been like two or three episodes ago. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So we did that. Uh, but this is going to be centre-backs and wing-backs as well. We were going to do it separately, but we thought, you know, we'll just we'll just mash it all together. Um, probably some controversial ones in there, I'd imagine. Or maybe not in there, but where they are placed, I reckon could be some controversial ones. But, sort um, of. Probably. Yeah? yeah, I think so. But uh, before that, obviously, we're just going to run through some some of the results um, over the weekend or the week in the weekend. It's been like a double game week, hasn't it? So it's been a bit of a weird one yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been um, a bit, I, I, it was one of those ones where I was like, there's a lot of football, what's going on? Then realised it was a double game week a little bit too late. And I was like, ah. Yeah, of, yeah, my fantasy league is blessed right now though. I can't lie. It's, yeah, it's you've been great, yeah. haven't you? I think, I'm on, 90, I think I'm on 93 at the moment, I think. Oh, no idea what I'm on at the moment, but it's not too bad. I'm very close to. Uh, I've just taken over Ben, and now I'm very close to Harry. So hopefully I can, uh, if keep it up and, and overtake Harry, get into third. I'm just getting show. absolutely shafted by players that should be starting. Like John Stones um, last night didn't play. So yeah, I, really... I had John Stones. I've been having Foden. I need to get Foden out of the team, man. That's so, Gabriel yeah. didn't play the other day. Um, well, yeah, literally last weekend against um, yeah. Leicester. Yeah. So many players are just randomly not playing. I'm like. You're supposed to be starting, like Ben Chilwell as well. He didn't play a couple of times. I'm like, why are you still in my team? If you're yeah, not Tuchel's not been fancying him as much recently. No. Mark, Marcus Alonso, which is, uh, well, we can get onto that. But um, yeah, we'll start with, uh, well, the champions, basically. They won last night, 4-1 against Wolves in an uh, absolute domination. Like, it was just crazy. Wolves did look like they were going to get back into it at one point with, the, with their equaliser. Yeah. But... But then it got to two, and I was like, okay, they're done. They've won this now. So I, I turned it off, but yeah, they got two more. Uh, and then they beat West Ham previously, but a game before that 2-1, which was, I don't think we've spoken about that either. Um, but yeah, what a result. City, um, well, yeah, they're the champions, I think, aren't they, boys? Yeah, it's basically. Hard to, it's hard to, I mean, to, every week they win, and every week it gets harder for me to shit on them. Yeah. Uh, they got 15 I'm... points ahead of uh, second place. Yeah, it's Jeez. crazy. Second place, do have a game in hand, but still. It's crazy. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Eh? They, Twenty-one they game win streak. Yeah. yeah, I think pretty sure they just started winning as soon as I was like, "Yeah, they'll fucking have some shit this year, mate." But they just started winning back-to-back games. So yeah, yeah. Well, you, you yeah. Some you lose sometimes. That seventh is now looking like a bit of a crazy one. <laughs> well, it, well, it just like right now, only now, obviously. Well, it's definitely looking like it's going to be a a, a Liverpudlian team. Yeah, yeah. both True. on the same amount of points at the moment. You're just uh, just ahead of them on goal difference. Uh, yeah, so well, how do you, we might as well get into that now while we're here because yeah. um, you obviously guys just got the two 0 win of Sheffield United as you should. Um, not a result to be 
happy with I guess it you have you know a win's a win three, you're happy with a win you've got to be happy with three points but expected you expect three points there that's it so you take some sort of thankfulness that you get you get the three points there but at the same time it humbles you because you're like well those three points should come anyway like they yeah exactly they're not a great team but it's positive it's a positive because now that that lost streak has been broken that will hopefully fold over to a more important game or probably a very well very important game yeah Chelsea because if we beat Chelsea we actually you know, then go up to six and are one step closer to you already are six. six oh fifth so I know we go above Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're knocking um, on the door of that top four we need that top four we need that top four we need Champions League spots again um just for a future club and the money deals man the money behind that for us is huge yeah, I think I think you will get top four. I'm looking at it now, and I know West Ham have been great, as much as it pains me to say that they've been fantastic. Um, I can't see them hanging on to, to fourth. No, I can't. I can't see it. Not for the end of the season. There's still 12 games left. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I'd, I'd be really surprised if they hold Europa spot. Oh, they won't. I don't think they will. No. I think they'll drop to sixth, and it'll be. Like Chelsea will go fourth, you'll go fifth, and then it'll be the battle between Chelsea and Liverpool. I think. I think Leicester will continue and we'll stick with it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be between Chelsea and Liverpool. I know we're sort of discounting Everton, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, really more see. on the um, Liverpool game. Yeah. There was, it was Curtis Jones had a great game, man of the match. Good. Sat on my yeah. bench on my fantasy team. Good. Yeah, got a goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he had a, he had a great game. Um, he was worried because I remember. I remember I was watching all being a Liverpool fan, which was post-match interviews and all that nonsense. He was worried that he'd be remembered as the kid who just put a goal behind Everton, and that's that's all he's been known for. So it's nice yeah. to see him. Yeah. I forgot he did that. No, like nothing. Yeah, well, I <laughs> um, it was a banger goal, though. To be fair, it was a banger. He slapped it, and he slapped this one as well. But yeah. A placed shot, but it was a it was a great goal. Little bit, I mean, I've taken positive out, out of that game because, well, we won and there were moments, but the first half was it was tough to watch. Mm. Although we were all over them, it still felt flat up front. Yeah, like, it still felt like passes were being made like from, from the final three, they just weren't molded together. Yeah, it seems to be the mids are now just feeding whoever's there and someone just gets on the end of it, whether it's a deflection going in or it's a fucking lucky angle. I don't know, usually I'm not seeing that sort of really like interlock play where it's like the quick one, two, bang, top corner, which like we would do day in, week in, week yeah. in, not a problem. But now it's like, I don't know what's going on up front, but something needs to change because it's just yeah. like getting goals from Curtis Jones. And then I was about Firmino's, to say, Firmino's goal was good, but it was a big old deflection. It was a long oh, yeah. knock. So definitely. Am I happy about it? Yes, we won, but not, not the in way. the manner. Not in the way we can beat Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't win sure. in the way that we would do to Chelsea. Yeah. So. No, I get you. But so, like, going back to your point about the front three, do you think it's now this summer is time for a change, a big change up up top for you guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's hard to say because in the past it has worked well, but it doesn't mean it will stay like that going forward. I mean, Jota. I think heads are turned. A big role to play. Yeah. But I think. It has to be Mbappe. Do you know what I think? Uh, yeah, if you put the money together. 
to do it. I think he might go Real Madrid. Yeah, I just I don't think he'll his next move will be to the Prem. I'd love it to be. Oh yeah, definitely. But I don't think it's that's the sort of. I think he'll be next sort of natural progression for him. I think obviously going from as we call it the Farmers League to the the ultimate Premier League. Yeah, I think there needs to be that middle ground. Um, I think so. Maybe La Liga then to um, Prem would that be makes, that makes sense. Medical. But players have made crazier moves. Oh, I don't think he needs the middle ground because you see things like I mean Ronaldo came into United from Sporting Lisbon, and I know he wasn't Ronaldo. True, yeah. but. He still took to the Premier League quite well. I don't know if Mbappe... That was the beginning of Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know if Mbappe would need the in, to, uh, the in between, like, the you know, the next step Stepping up between. Stone, yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know if you... I don't think you'll need that, but I don't think you'll come to the Prem. I just... Uh, yeah, Real Madrid, man, they they need a new face of the franchise uh, now that now that Ronaldo's gone. And who would be better than Mbappe? And he's the amount he's stated that he would love to play for Madrid. So... Yeah. I think I think he could end up there and just staying there his entire career. I mean, he has he has shown interest in Liverpool in the past. So yeah, the way I do see it is I agree Real Madrid are a big option, but I think Liverpool are up there still. We can afford him if we sell Salah. The money's there easily. Well, don't forget uh, well, he's got strong I... links with Arsenal after nearly signing for Arsenal for Arsenal Wenger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you're definitely top of the list. You're definitely top of the list. Def- oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Um, who else? I think you've got a better chance of getting Mbappe than Haaland, if that helps. Oh, what? Arsenal? No, uh, Liverpool. Oh, right. I, I was mean, going to say. I wouldn't complain. I think ha- Haaland's got stronger links to United. I think he's got City written all over him. Well, that's the thing. He used to be. Um, Perfect. Uh, Solskjaer used to manage him. Yeah, that's true. That's so he's true. got strong links already, and well, I know he's a Leeds fan, isn't he? Yeah, so maybe not because Leeds and United, there's a rivalry there. He's born in Leeds. Maybe. Um, yeah, which maybe. Bad, which is weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, his dad was playing for Leeds at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that famously, Roy Keane ended his dad's career uh, with a really horror tackle. It was crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're, we're getting into we're we're definitely going off topic right now. Yeah. But I, I like it. I, we'll definitely be doing a summer transfer wish list sort of thing to, uh, towards the end of the season. I think. So biased, it'd be so biased. Oh yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah, dream yeah. teams all over. So Liverpool, will sell Salah, get. Them I'll try to keep it realistic. Palace Ronaldo realistic. comes over, then Messi follows him. <laughs> I can show you what Palace's one will be really quickly. Hold on. Oh god. <laughs> what are you gonna What are you gonna write down then? Benteke out. <laughs> anyone in. <That's> <laughs> anyone, anyone, yeah. Oh, just, anyone. <laughs> nice. just anyone. Anyone. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Shall we do so, it? Yeah, we just ch- chat and shit. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, we got... Uh, what else has been happening? Oli, you, your Arsenal team. They're, they're bouncing back at the moment, mate. 3-1 oh, win against Liverpool. I don't and know you had a hat-trick. A, a Yang hat-trick uh, in the midweek as well, I think. Europa League, right? Or was that? Yeah. No, was that Premier no, League? That, no, that was Premier League. We discussed the week that in before, the last sorry. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, 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 we did. Uh, yeah, you must be feeling pretty good, man. Yeah, well, I was, well, as soon as I got a notification on my phone saying kickoff, and five minutes later, Telemans 1-0. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> the sign of things to come. I was, like, I was not looking forward to this game. That's so why I purposely didn't watch it. And I think I might have been talking to one of you guys on the Discord or something at the time. Yeah. And someone asked the... Uh, 
half time oh, 2 yeah, 1. We were... I was like, what? Yeah, I was playing COD. Like, yeah, full time 3 1. I was like, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> What's happened? What the hell? It's a banger. I kept seeing my phone vibrate. I was like, I don't even want to look at it, man. I don't want to put myself in a bad mood. And then, yeah, I was very happy with it, to be honest. Um, yes. I didn't, I didn't think it was a massively convincing performance by Leicester. I think their, their injury list is racking up at the moment. Yeah. It's bad. I kind of feel bad for them because it, this could be the thing that lets Leicester slip and potentially slip outside the top four. I hope not because... They've got like 13 injuries or something, I think I saw. Oh, yeah, but it's all of their... Like, well, some of their best players as well. Yeah. So, but uh, Madison, no James Madison, that's going to be huge. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. No Harvey Barnes. Harvey they score Barnes, like every yeah. game, I swear, as well. Yeah. Every game, they, they, one of them two will score every single game. So both yeah. Yeah. Ricardo, I think, is out as well. But, yeah, yeah I think um, if... I, I, I basically... Well, I personally believe that we wouldn't have won that game if they had their, their full squad. I think it's, it is that injuries that helped us get those three points, but I'm not going to complain. Three points is three points, and we definitely need definitely. it at the moment. So, yeah, Intemp I'm happy now. with that. Intemp, yeah, well, you're only... I mean... We're six points off Liverpool, I think. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. So you're only, like... We were 10th yeah. last... If you uh, win your next game, game, you can go up to, like, eighth if everything and works out for you. It's not bad for... At one point, that's so weird. You're only six. Papers. Yeah, isn't it? you're only six points on Liverpool. You're only four points off us. <laughs> that's how the Premier League is this year. Like it is a, a crazy, crazy year. Yeah. The, the, the biggest gap is what the between first and second, isn't it? It's the yeah, yeah. The that's the thing, only yeah. like really sizable gap. Fun fact: at one point in, I think it was League Two, everyone was a point behind the person but above them. So, for example, oh, yeah, first place 50, second 49, third, all the way down, we're just going down by one. I was like, that's insane. So just in case just in case you guys were worried as well, um, City are now, after after last night, mathematically safe from re relegation. Oh, I know that was a, know. a big to topic, and I, th I think it was going to be uh, a very close one this year, but they are safe now. Well, you never want just... to be, we never want to have to get those numbers, but they they, they matter. <laughs> I've just done this mental math right while look, while you guys were talking, and I'm looking at the table. So City are 15 points clear of Man United. Man United are only 17 points clear of us. <laughs> now that's crazy, and we're yeah. 13th, and they're second. <laughs> What? How? So, yeah, this whole yeah. of this season's been it's nuts, baffling. Dude. It's nuts. It's um, yeah. West Ham are fourth. What? I just, <laughs> that, that alone, <laughs> that alone <laughs> proves how crazy. Oh mate, I hate it. But um, but yeah, no, I, fair play, fair play. But West, yeah, looking at the bottom three as well at the moment. We'll get on to Brighton now, actually, because they lost one nil to um, West Brom, which. Maybe you could argue they shouldn't have. I mean, the, you know, the goal that was disallowed from the free kick, but then you missed two penalties. So I do think that the L was yeah. deserved. You know what I mean? You can't miss two penalties in a game and be like, oh, we, we were unlucky. That's, yeah, no, you, no, yeah. You no, you can't. Like, we were robbed. You can't be robbed and miss two penalties. Like, let's you get that you right. You can be Brian frustrated, Frank. but that's yeah. partly because you miss two penalties and then get fucked by the ref. But at the same time, did get fucked the ref and scored both penalties you still would have won and probably yeah. wouldn't have complained yeah. what do you what do you guys think of that 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 um free kick situation lee mason obviously i don't know blowing I his think... whistle letting him take it but then blowing it before it goes in to say no uh, it 
bit of a weird one, right? I, th I think it just comes down to that point of who is in charge, VAR or the ref? Who makes well, that final call? VAR did you guys ref? see what Mark Klettenberg um, said the other day? Basically said that back in his day, obviously it was down to the ref and the ref only, and all the everything was down to that one person. They had so much pressure on them; they couldn't. There wasn't any margin for error. Now yeah. it, there's obviously it's down, it's down to the ref, but there's also VAR, which arguably has a bigger influence or a bigger swing on the game than than the actual ref does. So the, the, all the the pressure has been taken off the ref, which is leading to more and more mistakes. And it's yeah. I just think, get rid of VAR. I wouldn't be opposed to getting rid of VAR at this point. I, I was really up for it, man. I really wanted it. So was I. Good and worked. It works um, well so I thought it was an amazing well. idea. It works amazing in rugby. Like, all I'm this... about to say, it works so well in rugby. That's apart the th from I... when England played against Wales. Oh, yeah. But that was let's, let's not talk about that. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, but they should, they should do it. If they are going to do it a bit more like rugby, they should use the same rules like you're allowed a certain amount of challenges say yeah. you can say okay i want you to have a look at that and if the ref then has a look and goes no sorry i don't agree with you then you've used one of three challenges or whatever that you that yeah. you have Mate, so it, people were straight away nah challenge it i don't care <laughs> yeah, like, challenge it. I don't, yeah basically but that's yeah. the thing it, it, it shouldn't be because that stops obviously rugby isn't necessarily as consider like a flowing game like football yeah. is obviously Very there is a, a exactly yeah but obviously with football it's not meant to be a stop like a stop start game it's meant to be obviously continuous it's meant to flow quite well but i think obviously having consider like loads and loads of stoppages every like every time there's a var or anything that pops up that might be looked at by var it's just it ruins the game so i think really obviously does. if they have obviously a certain amount you say three each team has three each or whatever then fine after that you've used them so you, you think can't... that's when VAR would come in is when there's been a challenge so VAR would then bring it and break it down and go Look, this is no no so VAR does its thing I'm assuming you mean VAR does its thing normally but you the manage each manager on the team would have three chances to challenge the referee or VAR's decision is that what you mean I meant more like um sort of the the referee would um have a wouldn't be sure on something you say like oh i'm not 100 percent sure i'm not 100 percent certain that that's a penalty for instance and then this oh, okay I that see. manager or whoever can turn around and go right challenge it like i, I want to use my three of my challenges throughout the this game or whatever so then they can go right okay we'll have a look at it and then you have a look at it and go okay that was a penalty there we go Okay, so, so yeah, if they don't so, want to challenge it, yeah, then the ref makes their decision, whatever whatever they think. If they're not hundred percent confident, then they okay. don't give it. Yeah, no. Okay, so it was sort of similar to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very no, similar, it's, but yeah, yeah, similar, but yeah, slightly different. Uh, I like that idea. That's kind of like basketball. They have one, I think, a game. I think the ref can uh, the, the each like coach on each team can make a challenge. Yeah. Or one and a half or something like that. I can't remember. Um, yeah, so I do like that idea. I just think that that could get. Uh, that could definitely make things interesting for good and for bad. Yeah, that's the thing. There's going to be teething issues, that sort of thing. Yeah. Obviously, it's pretty much the idea off the top of my head. And it m might be better for one or two challenges, for instance, instead of yeah. three, because and then it will be the last dying moments of the game. And one manager might have two challenges left and then decides to call both of them at the most yeah, pathetic think, thing yeah, and just to waste yeah. time. Yeah. 
So it'd have to be obviously thought out be, a bit more than that. One but... could be quite a good idea because then you have to tactically use it. You're gonna be like, all right, is this is this oh, okay? Do we want to do it now? Obviously, it's like one yeah. or something like that. Like we got till ninety minutes. Yeah, like that could be that could be very interesting. Yeah. Um, just anything at this point, just fucking get better. <laughs> yeah. Just get better. Uh, using it can't be any worse than it is. Oh man, it can't be. I just don't understand when they when you see them do the measurements for offsiders. I watch them do it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's they're onside, offside. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. I'm not even even when they do the lines, I'm like, I don't understand. They're just like that line here, do some weird thingy here, and it's like, oh, offside. And I'm like, I have no idea what just happened. I know it doesn't yeah. like necessarily help because, I mean, you have the same, you'll have the same problems. But I think they should change the rule to if any part of you is onside, you're on. Not if any part of you's offside, you're off. Right. I guess what. So they could have their. But I mean, it'll be literally the then... same thing. But I just think favor the attackers anyway, um, rather than the defenders. Because at the end of the day, you want to see goals, isn't it? Like, yeah. I don't. What, do you know what I mean? I don't want to watch a boring nil-nil like Palace Fulham at the weekend. Chelsea United. The deadest game I've ever seen in my life. And dead, yeah, it was just like yeah, the Chelsea Man United game. That was a bit more. That was a bit more interesting. Had something in it, but yeah. Like another terrible refereeing decision. Yeah. Should have been a penalty to Man United. But like it just should have been. What was it Luke Shaw said? Uh he said something about he heard the or the, yeah, the referee the... say something about to Harry Maguire saying, I if I give this penalty, like people are gonna go crazy or whatever. And basically, I just, just I'll openly take that with a pinch that... of salt because you know it hasn't come from Harry Maguire's mouth. Yeah, true. And but... it's Luke Shaw, so I don't know. I don't really take it. I don't really take that for face value. That that is hundred percent. But I definitely yeah. think that that should have been a penalty, and the ref has made a horrendous mistake not given that. Um, definitely. It was poor, man. It was so poor. But you know, Chelsea. Uh, yeah, United were unlucky there not to get a, not to get a result. It seems like it's becoming such a regular occurrence. Like at least once a week, once every game week, there's yeah, some sort of controversy with yeah. a referee or whatever it may be. Like minimum once a week if not more it's, it's crazy at the moment it's mad how we have the worst refs in world football like none <laughs> of our refs get taken world. to world cups or euros why do you think that is because they're fucking yeah. shit um, it's a peak because we need them we need them to be better but um, yeah. do you reckon we'll get VAR in uh, Europa Euros sorry uh, was it at the, it wasn't at the world cup was it or was it at the world cup I don't remember it being at the world cup no so, let me oh, go I think it was it was so I'm fairly sure it was. Yeah, because yeah, that's where they trialed lines. it. They trialed it, I think, at the World Cup, which is, I think, arguably the, the biggest football what, stage in the world. It yeah, it will be, by the way. For, yeah, VAR will be at Euros. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good news that Bojo's offered to host the whole thing in England. <laughs> yes, that's going to be mental. It will. I want to go, go see Macedonia play Poland or something. That's what I want to see. That's what at, you like, want to say, isn't it? At Park. At <laughs> Park. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, to be fair. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind that. Tickets. We're definitely going to get some weird tickets just to go watch them. I just want to go see anything, man. If it's over here, I want to go. If we get it all over here, I don't care. I just want to go see anything. And I will get. I will pick a team and get a shirt from that team. Get a rep. secret shirt. Rep. Let them decide, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah, they right. haven't exactly been trying to work with us, so... I ain't giving them a shout out, right? Uh, come, on, <laughs> come on the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so, so I guess the Chelsea Man United game, we've sort of spoken about the penalty issue. That was the main incident. Um, apart from that, I mean, Chelsea looking way better with Tuchel, like just, just bossing it up. They beat, obviously beat Atletico in the Champions League, which, which wasn't a great win. It 
they got a freak goal. Well, a freak Giroud banger, which he does score quite a few bangers, to be fair. But um, only bangers. Only bangers. He scored what, that Scorpion kick against Palace. Still haunts me, man. <laughs> so I see Palace every time there's like the greatest goal compilation or something. It's now always Palace, against Palace. Now Palace are always in it. <laughs> that was a great goal. So Palace are always going to be a team that was scored on in that in that compilation. But um, talking about Palace, we might as well cover it really quickly. Really bad nil-nil. Um, we should have lost. Fulham were way better than us, but we're just really kind of stubborn in defence, I guess. Um, weirdly enough, we played the worst football I've ever seen us play in the last two games, and we've come away with four points. Um I thought I saw a thing on 2021. We would be currently seventh uh, if it started in, in uh, 2021. But we're having a bad season. This is the most points we've ever had at this stage in the Premier League. Ever. Uh, ever. Yep. Um, we're doing the best that we've ever done in the Premier League at this point. But the football and the boring. manager is just so bad. It's boring. It's just, yeah. It is like, I remember the days of sitting down, like Palace would play someone and thinking, right. Like I'm like I'm not like thinking we're gonna win, but I there was always well, we could definitely get a result here against any team in the league. Like we showed that we could get we could nick a result against any team in the league. Now I go in, yeah, yeah. Like City, we beat City at the Etihad. We beat, beat City, yeah. We beat Man United at Old Trafford, second game into the season this year. Like that's mad. It's just weird. Like we just can't. I don't know. The ball's just not rolling. I think Zaha is apparently going to be like maybe on the bench for United, but definitely back for Spurs. Um, Schlupp's back so I'm actually really excited to see uh, Schlupp back in the team Schlupp is definitely one of such an under- underrated player he just gets injured so often yeah, like, so he, he'll, he'll like, come back from injury he'll start to get more, more and more minutes and then he'll start to perform really well then he'll take another knock and then it's yeah. just it's just a, such a vicious cycle for you guys. He, he's yeah, never so severely injured that he's going to be out for like a whole season but he does enough that keeps him on the sidelines for a little while then as soon as he actually does start to as i say get back into the swing of things he takes another knock and yeah it's just frustrating guys it's frustrating i would love to see him fit for a whole season man he he would do do, he'd be great for us like um definitely but yeah i don't know it's just roy at the moment he doesn't know what i just doesn't i just don't think he knows what he's doing i don't think he has any ambition any like he like, he's not planning for, he's not planning anything because he knows he's not going to be there it's that's like what i mean he doesn't have shoes. that same drive anymore that, that same exactly. passion for it i don't think because he was he's getting to, to the end of his career yeah. i think he's probably now thinking i probably could be let go at the end of this season who knows yeah. so he's, yeah, he doesn't have that same motivation and, and passion that he used to after fulham game he said he was very pleased with how we played and that fucked me off beyond I'm not surprised. Everything. I was just sitting there like, you fucking cheeky bastard. What are you talking about? Like, what are you saying, mate? Like, you saw that. That was an absolute shit show. You're saying you're very pleased with how we played. And we got a nil nil. We played. He said he didn't bring Mateta on because Benteke was playing um, better defensively. This is our striker. <laughs> this is our striker. <sighs> Right, the one player should not be. We re, I know they do play defensively, but come on, that should not be the reason you play a striker for his defensive qualities. Going against fucking Fulham, we might as well put Gary Cahill up at to. home. <laughs> like, oh, bro, I'm on, I'm done. I, yeah, I'm, I, I, I passed done. I respect Roy because he has done wonders for us over the years, like since it, during his tenure at Palace. But now it's getting bad. 
they're getting to the point now where I see them and I'm like, oh, God, I actually get angry like looking at him. Do you know you know one of them ones where you're like, ah, yeah. oh, you start to feel the blood boil. Yeah, the change of TV channel. Honestly, bro, I'm like, oh, take the camera off, boy. Um, and Ray Lewington as well, our Gary, assistant head coach, he pisses me off as we well. Have, but... We have Everly saying, Gary Cahill, top five, prove me wrong. Uh, I mean, he is amazing. Let's not get that twisted. When you see a player <laughs> with two with two like bits of tissue off his nose from a bloody nose, that's that's a warrior, mate. That's yeah, that's fair that's why I love Gary Cahill. Reminds me of the old Palace back back when we used to have like some grit about some us. Spunk. That's it, mate. But uh, but yeah, you know what? We'll be fine. We're not going to go down, even though I, I go up and down on that every week. Um, <laughs> next week I'll probably be saying we are because we've got United and then Spurs. So yeah, I probably Ooh, will be saying tough fixtures. Yeah. But luckily, everyone below us has really tough fixtures as well. So, quite glad that a lot of our well, our rough run of games was at the beginning of the season. So we've had the rest of the season to recover. I think that that is such a key part of someone's a team season. If they're in a good place, but then towards the back end of the season, but then their their tough part of the season isn't till the end of the season. Like they haven't got yeah. a hard run of games or whatever. So I could literally take them from top four to just about top 10 or whatever it's it's crazy but uh, we got we got united last day of the, no we got liverpool last day of the season yeah um which is gonna be a bit of a bastard but hopefully we should be all sorted by then hopefully but um when is that is that is there a date on that well, the last game of the season man i don't know um uh, may? it is on uh, 23rd of may at four o'clock well, all the games are at four o'clock on 23rd of May. Do we know what the lockdown restrictions are when it's May or is, there, is that the... Well, 8th well, is when everything goes back to normal. It goes 8th. So I guess... Well, so pretty eight. much everything goes back to normal in, in April. I think... Well, yeah, true. It's not... There's no legal limits on social distancing from the 21st of June. So about a month after this. Yeah, football but, won't be back. I was just going to say, just go to the pub and watch it. But... Yeah, you can... Pubs will be open oh, by, yeah. by mid-April. But we won't be going into football stadiums till next season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All the last games are happening at four o'clock on the twenty-third of May. So four o'clock? Because normally they're like all at three, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're doing something different this year because they're all going to be on TV. Potentially. Oh, yeah. Unless well, it's be, because they've of, said uh, they're televising every game, right? Unless it's because of the um, daylight savings at the end of this month. You know, like it's literally I I never ever have a clue. And funny enough, today I looked at our calendar, which I haven't actually looked at for the last year because I barely left the house. And uh, yeah, I saw the daylight savings thing. I was like, oh, cocks are changing. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we'll so, have the Euros 20 then to look forward to. Definitely, definitely, man. I, I think that's going to go ahead regardless, right? Because we need that. We, oh, we, we need, need that. that. Um, we actually we need to do our Euro. Like our Euro squad selection. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll do that soon, before the end of the season. Before the end of the season, we'll do that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, we've spoken about football. Should we get into the main topic of the uh, podcast? We're doing mm. our top 10 Premier League defenders of all time. Um, there's various criteria for the list. Uh, how much you've won, what kind of player you are, you know, the teams you're... That kind of, it all comes into it. It's not just like uh, one thing we team focus bias. on. Team bias. Team bias. Welcome Team bias, oh, I need to change know, up my team. That's it. For people that don't know, bias, fan bias is welcome in this in this it's safe place. Promoted, really. That is the footy fetish. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. 
so yeah, should we get straight into it? I'll just go with my first one, number 10. We'll go number 10 up. We'll do, all yeah. do our number 10s, yeah. number 9s, number 8s. You know how it works. Mine's uh, Patrice Evra, Man United. I've gone for it because I don't think he gets talked about enough of how actually good he was. I was watching some highlights of him the other day and I was just thinking that he was like the left back you see nowadays before it was that. Like yeah. he was so good going forward and at the back. Like he was just wicked. And he won five Premier Leagues with that Man United team. I had to throw that out there. Yeah. Fantastic. Obviously with France, I don't think he won. He might have won the Euros with France. Obviously he didn't win the World Cup with France, I don't think. But... Yeah, just a great player and was probably part of that Man United team. You know, the one, uh, the 08-09 team, which I think is like my favorite Man United team. That team was uh, insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he, yeah, just a quality player. Bit of a weird guy in real life. I was just about to say on social media, player. he's an yeah. odd, odd guy, man. <laughs> he's an odd guy, so but strange. I'm not going to judge him personally. I'm just the, the video of him licking and oh, the chicken, like the, yeah. the raw chicken or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Such an odd guy. I love this game. <laughs> But yeah, quality, weird guy, quality footballer. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's at my number 10. Mark, who have you got at your number 10, man? I'm going to kick up a little storm straight off the bat. Right, I out. think I know who it is already. It's going to be uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. a Liverpool player, but I didn't think it was the hit. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be Trent. So I was Bloody like, because I, I really like watching Trent play. Yeah, he's, <laughs> had a, he's had an iffy, iffy, you know, couple months. Season. Let me say right. best defenders. Do you mean in terms of their actual defending their or position. in terms Just of position. Position. No, okay. where they play on the pitch? Yeah. Uh, if it was actual defensive abilities. He doesn't get anywhere near the top 100. He'd, he'd be more on the attacking <laughs> side, let's be honest. But I've written down, I've written down reasoning behind this because I knew it'd be like, what? You, well, I'm happy you have because yeah. thanks, thanks. So let's start with the Ballon d'Or, shall we? He hasn't won it. No, but still, placed 19 <laughs> in a shortlist Ballon d'Or. And I think that, you know, you get respect for Okay. That. And he was he was in the list of players' number one pick as well. He was there. And I'm talking right. alongside the Ronaldo, the Messi. Is, right. But no one won Ballon d'Or that year. Yeah. No, no, went, no, it was Messi. That oh, was. what? Lewandowski's win? No. Well, his unofficial this win. This is before that one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah this is when oh, so not younger. from last season, this season. That's a mad before. one, I can't lie. Uh, that's yeah. a mad one, but... I think he was only 20, 21 years old as well. So, he might be the... One of the youngest people to have been nominated, or not nominated, or appear on the list. Yeah, I maybe. Think. And at that I mean, age, Michael Owen won it, right? Yeah. At, like, 18 or 19, he right? Did. Oh, for... It's been a while. I didn't do too much work into reasoning. And also, at the prime age of 20 to 22, he's got a Premier League title, Club World Cup title, Champions League winner, and a Super Cup as well. Yeah, let's That's ignore the Club bad. World Cup because the Club World Cup's Wins not important. Win. What's the big win. reason why he's in this? What's, what's the main reason why he's in this? Because all 10 of his uh, defenders are actually Liverpool players <laughs> from across number, the years. Number one, Nat Begins Phillips. with a B. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, I rate it. I actually, I like it. I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I like it. Um, yeah, fair enough. Trent, uh, yeah. I don't really know what to say. Are you just sort of, I just wasn't expecting yeah. it. Trent, yeah, Alexander well. Arnold, the 10th best defender, Premier League defender of all time. Ollie, what do you, what you got there? <laughs> um, I was very tempted to, well, 
I was either not going to put this person in my team at all, or they were going to be higher up the list. And I kind of thought, I'll go for some middle ground. I'll put them on the list, but I'll put them tenth because it's more about the the, er the era that they played in. I was alive. I watched football probably, but I was very young. Yeah. Um. I went for Tony Adams at number ten. Fair. He was. He's well. too. Yeah. He's he's too good to not put in the top ten, but at the same time. I, I can't remember a whole lot about watching him, yeah. obviously, because I was so young at the time anyway. But, yeah, he's beast. I'll put a quick honourable mention of Tony Adams because he's not in my top 10. Only because <laughs> I don't, genuinely don't ever remember watching him play. So, yeah, I didn't want to put him in what... here. I, so, yeah. But I did that with my goalies list and I didn't want to... And then realised, looking back on that, I didn't want to do it that way. So, I yeah. regret doing it in my goalie list. So, I'm going to not do it in this. That's why he's basically... Well, him and one other person, I've kind of... Well, they were, funny enough, 10th uh, and 9th. Uh, uh, players that I vaguely remember playing. But because I was so young, I yeah. can't confidently say I watched them all the time. But, um, yeah, no, Tony Adams... He was, he was a beast. He, he, was, a beast. he was a beast. Uh, a great captain. One of the best captains in the Premier League as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, He's got league, league Cup under his belt. Three FA Cups. Um, UEFA Cup. Well, Winners Cup. Whatever that is. Uh, Premier League <laughs> twice. The FA Community Shield twice. Yeah, he was an absolute beast. No, he was quality, quality. But yeah, no. Um, absolute legend in coming at 10th. I'll rate it. So my, my ninth is big verge virgil van dyke i've um i i wasn't sure about putting him on here um I, he wouldn't have been he definitely wouldn't have been if i'd had like the likes of tony adams and i'll, I'll put another one lee dixon's not on here for me these kind of players like uh, if i put them in he would not be in this list but no but i do genuinely think out of all the players i have on this list he is the best footballer out of them all he's the best player he's the best player um, I know he only has one Premier League and a Champions League to his name at the moment, but oh yeah, uh, he is. But he's quality, and you can see how big of a player he is. That like Liverpool run on him. Oh yeah, when he went out, it's mad how they've so just so much. It has a ripple effect. Yeah, like if we're a one-man team with Zaha, Liverpool one-man team with Van Dijk because this team has fallen apart. I know you have like obviously. The surrounding cast is a lot better than our surrounding cast. But, um, but yeah, it just seems to, I don't know, maybe they just have that mental block with Virgil not in there. Maybe it's something like that. They just... There's a fragility at the back yeah. line. That well, I mean, they also, they also can't play the kind of football that they want to play. They have to drop Henderson back there. They don't have the, they don't have the confidence in the back line where they can be as expressive up front and be like, okay, we've got mm. Gomez and Van Dijk back there so who can mop up. Maybe that's playing on players' minds. Maybe in the back of their mind, they're like, I don't want to go that extra step because they're like right yeah. back on back on the defensive side of the ball. Who knows? But yeah, Van Dijk is number nine. I actually think when everything's said and done, if he stays at Liverpool, he'll probably be number one. But um, yeah, Mark, who's your number nine, man? Van Dijk as well. No, yeah, I, number nine. You just said I would have let you go on about him. No, that's fine. I mean, I, I love the guy. Let's be honest. <laughs> he came in at a time where we were just... Well, not doing terribly, but something we needed that defensive wall. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the time, even I was apprehensive, like, what was it, like 70 mil for him? And I was like, for a defender, that's quite a lot. He better be worth it. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, he was a baller at Southampton, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was good. He was good. But then, obviously, he's coming in for 70 mil. And you're like, that's a big chunk of money, mate. you got to really step up. Big chunk of money for a defender. So you've really got to, like, 
Definitely. Make sure you're worth it. Most expensive at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, then it was Harry Maguire. <laughs> Lol. Um, but nah, um, <laughs> but he's really, really, he's soared through. If he gets resold, he's, well, he's a world-class defender. Anyone world-class can go into any team and Van Dijk's yeah. one of them. He's probably the most, if you're going to want to make an impact to your team, you're bringing Van Dijk because he's, he's super impactful, consistent, Definitely. and yeah. And he was also nearly one, the Ballon d'Or. As well. Oh God, you and your bloody Ballon d'Or. Oh, people no, that, are people that haven't won the Ballon d'Or. My predictions okay, are right anyway. so far. There's there are Liverpool players uh, going up That's the true. list at the moment. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, no, your your guy Verge. Um, I hope he gets back soon. To be fair, it's quite it's yeah. way more fun having him in the league than not having him in the league. I give him a tough time, but that's just for banter. Um, but yeah, so have you got anything more to say? You want to say about the big man? Stay big. No, stay big. Uh, Ollie, who have you got at number nine, man? I have the the unit that was Yat Stam. Nice. Big old Yat. Yeah. Again, that's what I mentioned obviously earlier. My tenth and ninth positions are players that. I don't remember massively well, but obviously, like from actually watching them back in the day, but they were, yeah, he was an absolute unit. He was yeah, such he a was. beast. Obviously, he was very, he was quite, obviously, had won a fair few trophies at United as well. In uh, the three years at United, three, that's it. Yeah, he was only there for three years and he won a, a fair few. He won the Premier League all three times, yeah. the FA Cup, he won the Champions League, and he won the Internet, Intercontinental Cup. So for the three years Great there, three years. yeah, not bad, not bad at all. <laughs> he you just, you just look left. at him, you look at him, and then you go, oh, I'm gonna have the ball back. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was a, a very intimidating guy. So um, no, yeah, yeah, Stan, he was a, a unit and a beast. Definitely, yeah, one of the more physically intimidating players I've ever, well, yeah, ever been in the Premier League, basically. Yeah. But uh, I do like that a lot. He was, yeah, he was a baller, but. Um, yeah, wasn't in there for long. He hasn't made my list because he's not, yeah, just, I don't really remember him that well. And um, he wasn't in for as long as I thought it would be. No, but my number eight is actually a player. I didn't, I, I remember how much I used to really love this watching this player. And then, but I forgot about him for time. And then coming back, doing this list, looking at videos and stuff like that. I for, My love for this man has been reignited. And it's Ricardo Car Carvalho. Oh, mate. So He was so... <laughs> Good as such a cool fucking guy, man. Like he was sick. Like, yeah, I just um, I have really good fond memories of that of that uh, original Mourinho Chelsea team. The first time around, because my granddad's a big Chelsea fan, so I have good memories of that kind of that time and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, the man was just just a baller, man. Uh, unbelievable. And back there with John Terry, obviously, big JT. But um, he's slightly higher yeah. on my list. Nice. Yeah, he, the only on reason there. I. Yeah, I, I wanted to put him higher, but then I look at the people above him and I'm like, oh, damn it. That's fine, though. It'd be boring um, if we had the same bloody list. That's true. <laughs> he won, obviously, three Premier Leagues. Um, I don't... Was he there for the Champions League win in 20... I died. No, he won three Premier Leagues, two League Cups, two FA, uh, Community Shields. Yeah, and obviously he was part of that Mourinho team that had, like, the best defence ever in 13, history. 13 goals all yeah. season. 13 exactly, goals, yeah. yeah. Like, it was just a... And he... One of the footballers of my youth, Premier League of my youth, looking back on it, he's a player that sticks in my mind as like, yeah, one of the Premier League dons back then. But yeah, Ricardo Cavalli, I wish I could have had him higher, but yeah, you'll see why I don't basically. But um, yeah, Mark, Mark, who have you got eight? Uh, Colo Torre. Oh, uh, yeah. the reason I put some reasons down. Um, it goes um, Colo, 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 
Colo Colo. Colo Torre. And nah, obviously, um, he, under his belt, he's got FA Cup twice, FA Shield twice, and the Premier League twice. Yeah, man. Um, and if I'm right, he's also a former Liverpool player as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, he, didn't he I play mean, for the Celtic as well? So he, yeah. Well, he, uh, he was definitely on the management well, um, side of things with Celtic. Arsenal 2002-2009, City 2009-2013, and Liverpool 2013-2016. Not a bad little career, Matt's... that. No, he, um, yeah, good player. Well, maybe the City came up with City when they were really kicking shit into the gear and then jumped to Liverpool, which is probably a bad shout for <laughs> but still. Um, no, I do remember him, obviously, because this wasn't even that long ago.
But yeah, so he's number seven. But you guys, yeah, I'm sure you guys have him higher. But uh, I'm probably going to get some shit for that in comments. But I, I think it's just. I think it's just. So I'm, I'm getting shit for putting Kolo Dore on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, I'm still here wondering how Kolo hasn't made one of these lists. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I wonder the same thing, but I, I'm just going with you, Mark. I'm not trying to hate today. I'm trying to be nice. Still done. done. Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. Yeah. A, well, we on number seven now, yeah. Bit of a howler, but um, positive vibes only. My number seven, we have spoke about him. Carvalho. 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 Is it Carvalho? I need you to start introducing these players more. Not I me, because it's absolute treat to have you. you it is. I, had, I went through every that was... single transfer, and it was. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. It, it was, was hilarious. so good. I, mean, I was oh, listening to that. That wasn't even hilarious. any English names. Me and Harry were just creasing the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you might have to take over as host permanently now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just need to wait, but like Mark, right? I'm going to text you the name of the person. <laughs> yeah. Have a segment of me just trying to say names. Just do footballers <laughs> I just don't know. Like. Uh, yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah. No, we've already spoken about him. I do sort of remember him. I definitely was watching some highlights on my lunch today and was thinking, better play. But yeah, uh, three Premier Leagues, two League Cups and two Shields, I think. In this list, I think it's hard to forget that that three Premier League titles, that two League Cups and two Shields, that's still like, yeah, a bit silverware, that. like So yeah, no. Well, and he was a nutter. He was an absolute yeah. nutcase. Loved yeah. it. Loved he it. Was. Um, there's something about noughties Premier League Portuguese players. Oh, mate. <laughs> unbelievable. Carvalho, nice Ronaldo, Nani, Raul Morelles. I've loved Raul Morelles when he yeah, played for Chelsea big. and Liverpool. Um, Pe- uh, Alex? was No, Alex was Brazilian, sorry. Um, Pepe, was Pepe Reina? Was he um, No, he's Portuguese? Spanish. Oh. Uh, if, you're, if you're watching the stream, we're streaming on Twitch. If you're watching, feel free just to give us a... Oh, what's his name? Paulo... Ferreira, remember Paulo? He Ferreira? was at Chelsea for the longest yeah. time. Oh, mate, there were some Portuguese players in the noughties. Uh, to be fair, I mean, they're good now. Yeah, I was going to say, if you think about them now, they're <laughs> yeah. not doing badly. They're all playing. Uh, uh, underrated um, footballing country, Portugal, definitely. Um, really underrated? I think they're underrated. If you look at like back, like historically, like how many, because oh, okay. they, you know, like how they many more they actually they? had. Yeah, they, I mean, that's all they've done, though. They won the Euros with Ronaldo back in 06, I want to say. The final was against Greece. No, that was when well, they, they won lost. The, they won the Euros they literally lost that, only a couple... Sorry. The last Euros, they won it. They won they? the last Euros. Yeah. I remember them winning something 2016. No, I got it wrong. They, I remember watching... They lost to Greece in the 20... I think 2006 or something like that. The Euro final. That was a mad game. It would have been 2008, I think, because 2006 was a World Cup year. Okay, 2008 then, yeah. Um, yeah, that, I remember that one. That, that Euros was sick. But... Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we once again, as we usually do in this podcast, we've sidetracked, but we're bringing it Love back. It. On if we didn't, this podcast would probably be over in about half an hour. Definitely. So, definitely. Uh... <laughs> but, um, yeah. So uh, we've had. Yeah. So uh, Ollie, you're up next, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Same as Mark. Ricardo Carvalho. He was. Oh, cool. Yeah. A G. He the was. G. A, he was. was he was. He was a G. He was a a, a, a beast, mate. He was. Um, yeah, I've, I've got, not really much else to say really it's you guys hard when it, like really. it's me and Alf say one and then you you come in and you're like there's nothing really more I can say on that yeah I can't really <laughs> add too much more I just yeah, agree with everything that you guys have said really he was he was a unit and he was um, he, I remember him looking like he had that look in his eye which was a little bit like he was 
like um unhinged yeah that's yeah. the word I, was trying to think, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of the word that wasn't going to be quite rude yeah um, a bit unhinged yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm with you on that I'm with you on that uh, so looking at my number six my number six probably should have been number seven and my number seven then village probably should have been number six but I'm sticking with it Sol Campbell oh Sol Campbell what a baller he was so I don't remember too I think I must remember like the literally probably the last season of his Tottenham career because I do remember him for Arsenal and Portsmouth were my two like Sol Campbell um, eras, I suppose you can say. And Arsenal, I do remember, that, but that Port- Portsmouth was it for me. I remember him at that Portsmouth team under H- Harry Redknapp with like Nico Cranchar, Sol Campbell, Pedro Mendes. Like, yeah. I think Defoe was there at the time. Uh, yeah, just just unreal. I mean, Sol Campbell, it was like that slide tackle as well, that famous slide tackle where it just goes on forever. Yeah. Um, two Premier Leagues. Uh, yeah, I, ju- I just think he was great. I mean, I probably, looking back on it, probably should have put him below Vidic. Uh, I probably will just switch that around. But yeah, no, Sol Campbell, baller. I don't know if you guys have got him in your lists. But, um, we do, I do. But I do. So I, I, I don't have too much to say on Sol Campbell, apart from that he's in it mainly because of my biased love for the Portsmouth days. With those. So yeah, Fair take enough. it as you will. But yeah, Mark, who have you, who have you got next? Uh, Vincent Company. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. No, I think an absolute rock for City and probably their first legend, really. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Maybe, maybe uh, Richard Dunn. Maybe, yeah. He's got the FA Cup twice, uh, Premier League four times, two FA Shields and uh, four League Cups. So, I mean, just yeah, he, a I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. An amazing guy as well. Such a nice yeah. guy. And he pinged some absolute crazy shot against... That was like his last Liverpool? game, I think. Was it against Liverpool? His, la- his last ever game that was an so absolute rocket. Uh, he could not have hit that any better. And it was literally the, the fairy tale ending to his City career. That was perfect in, in right. every way. Shout out to Crazy. Day and Night Games in the chat for pointing out Ferreira when I nearly didn't have it. I appreciate you having my <laughs> just thought I'd say that real quick. But uh, yeah, no, Vincent Cubley, I love that. That's a great pick. He is on this list for me, but. Um, yeah, I'll talk about him a bit more when it comes down to mine. But yeah, fantastic player, man. Um, baller, Belgian baller. But uh, yeah. Ollie, who have you got for your number six, mate? The big man, Vincent Company. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was, he's my number five. So we might, <laughs> he's my number five. Oh. Yeah, Ollie, go ahead, man. Take it away. Yeah, yeah he was just a, an absolute unit. The size of that head was just, it was never. <laughs> Any time the ball was coming into a, the box, no one was ever going to get to it but Vincent Company, whether it be him nodding it into the goal or nodding it away actually defending he was an absolute beast he was a unit like you said he was arguably city's first well in the the new the modern era of uh of man city he is their first legend and um yeah now he's a uh, well, i'm not sure if he's still there but he was at Anderlecht as well they got yeah, my uh, the, player manager yeah, right yeah. going to say yeah, right here hanging right here so there we go. And One thing that I didn't notice last time is that at the bottom, on the back, it says oh, we are cool. Anderlecht. Ah. It's like on the back bit. Inside. Which, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, which is quite cool. I like that. And then there was also, um, obviously, a little sponsor on the back. But yeah, nice. big up nice. the big man, Vincent Company. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, my, my fifth Vincent Company. I'll just echo what you guys said, basically. Um, yeah, fantastic player. I hope he uh, comes through as a manager as well. I know he had a bit, it was a bit up and down. Andalek, but um, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm, unbelievable player. So, my top five, uh, just on the fringes, 
But yeah, that's that's all I really got to say. Mark, who, who's your number five? Uh, mine probably a little bit of bias in just to how much I love him as a presenter and as a player was Jamie Carragher. Fair. Uh, yeah, he didn't even get on my list, but yeah, I was say he didn't hey, make it on mine. You, you guys said yeah. a couple of people I completely forgot about. So yeah, I, was like, oh, I need to redo this list out of personal hate for myself for not remembering them. But yeah, no, <laughs> no I yeah, definitely remember Jamie Carragher when I was writing the list out. He was one of the first names I put down. Spits after. on children. <laughs> that's why I love him. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, that's what I like. Okay, some, fair enough. Proper Liverpool were, fan. Uh, <laughs> 90, proper scouser. 92, 93 League Cup, FA Cup three times. 93 to 94, you wait for Cup winner. Um, and FA Shield twice as well. So he's actually got some silverware to go with that. And I believe Champions League. Was he, he must have been part of that Champions League Champions squad. League, yeah. The Road to Istanbul. Yeah, must have been. Um, yeah. Was Great. he a uh, one club man? What do you mean? Was he only at, ever at Liverpool? Yeah, I think, oh, right? I think he was, right? As far as my knowledge was, he really... was, but I don't know. I'm not sure if he was ever somewhere like youth teams or whatever, other teams, and then senior career from Liverpool onwards, but um, yeah. He's not on my list, but it. Fair play, a... mate. Fair play. Yeah, no. I really like him, and I also love that he com- that he does the commentating now on football. And there's a petition to get him and Gary Neville to comment on. Um, I was just FIFA, thinking about that. FIFA games. Oh, well, that'd be which cool. Is just going to be brilliant if that happens. They they've got to have that happen. But yeah, um, I've been having to think about what I, I was thinking about that whole commentary thing on games. Um, I really hope I really would like it if they did instead of having like actual commentators. You know, the set. You know, Martin Tyler, whatever. Um, if they had just two fans, one of the home team, one of the away team, do the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> it's been the whole time arguing. I think it would be cool. Be I think it would be sick. Like, obviously, they have to know their stuff. They have to be proper, but they get pa- more passionate, that kind of thing. That would just be well fun to hear. Um, but yeah, that's never going to happen. Is it? I think if they're going to do something like that, they should have one player from each team, uh, one fan from each team. And a neutral. Uh, yeah, and a neutral, a, media, a mediator. Yeah. So I could not, go for that as well. Yeah, sure. it's not so like... Someone to keep the peace. 50. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I'm with you for that. that. That'd be cool. No, but I just think that could be a better idea than these, you know, old guys sitting up in the booth chatting shit. Um, but yeah, so what was that? Number, number, number five, four? Jamie Carragher. Number five, Jamie Carragher. OG. So this one, I was very torn about whether to include him in my list at all, but then he ended up at number five. And he made five. it at number five. Bloody exactly. Hell. Exactly. Uh, Ashley Cole. Fair. Fair. He yeah. was, uh, as much as I hate the fact that he obviously left Arsenal, went to Chelsea and arguably had a better career there. but um, Definitely, yeah, it did. Uh, arguably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make myself feel better about this. Yeah, no, you do your thing. Uh, yeah, no, he was... A very very solid player. Um, he was, other than the fact that he cheated on Cheryl Cole, which I'm still forgiving him for as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Ashley Cole. He was. I still. I, there's always going to be a small part of me that has a soft spot for him because he was a, a legend of the game for England as well as obviously his his Premier League career. Um, yeah, Ashley Cole's got to be up there for me, really. He's yeah. such a, a staple. He was a, a staple in that uh, Chelsea team. Um, so, yeah. No, I don't blame you because my number four is Ashley Cole. Um, yeah, I was always going to have him in this list. I just didn't know if I was going to have him top three or not. Um, 
Obviously, when he was playing left back, he was the best left back in the world. Yeah. Like, let's not get it twisted. He wasn't the most amazing going forward. Like he only had a few goals here and there, I think. Um, but defensively, man, he was just outstanding. And he, yeah, just the, the whole time he was at, when he was at Arsenal and his Chelsea career, he was just the best left back in the world. Um, won so much with uh, both teams. Also played for Palace for a season. He did. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was on loan from Arsenal to Palace for a season. Yeah, I like him. Um, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, just an absolute baller. Questionable person in real life, but like I said, with uh, Patrice Evra, I'm not here to judge personally. I'm here to judge football. Um, yeah, and Cheryl Cole's a bit overrated as well, to me. So you never. Know. Uh, but she yeah, is now, no. but back in the day, she <laughs> was top tier. Yeah, she, she, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. But um, Mark, who have you got number four? So Campbell. So fair enough. Yeah. So obviously we did speak about him a little bit before. Um, I wrote down a couple just to avoid sort of one. Uh, 98-99 League Cup, two Premier League titles, three FA Cup and one FA Shield. Again, that's decent in the grand scheme of things. Not a lot of people win that much. And yeah, and I just remember, you hear Sol Campbell and I just do just remember the name very quickly. Yeah. So he's a very iconic player. I remember him being a beast. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, we spoke about him already. I don't really have much to add on that. Nice, no, nice, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the pro- this is where we get with these when we get towards the end. It's yeah, like, okay, one of okay, us is gonna, yeah, yeah. but the no, goalkeeper situation again. Where oh, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, top, top I might just have to change my list just for uh, just <laughs> to make the next one a little bit more interesting. I think the midfield one's gonna be a lot midfield and strikers and that that's gonna be a bit mad, yeah, I think. Yeah. But, um, the yeah, Ollie, number four, mate. Uh, Sol Campbell, Sol Campbell. <laughs> so oh. I was saying, I might need to change my list, but no, yeah, Sol Campbell, legend of the game. Again, yeah. he was a beast, and that's it. he was at, he was at Tottenham for uh, nine years. He was at Tottenham. He was only at Arsenal between two thousand and one, two thousand and six, and then again at two thousand and ten. But I don't remember. I because in that sort of era of me, what predominantly, uh, predominantly watching football, he was Arsenal. I didn't really watch football when he was a, a Tottenham player, so I always think of him as such a prominent Arsenal figure. I never really think about his Tottenham career, um, even though he was there for longer. But yeah, he was a beast, a G. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, sorry, I'm just Googling something because why is one place giving me... Okay, don't worry. I, okay, so I need to change it slightly. He's still going to be my number three, but um, just slightly. transfer market's giving me some bullshit. Quick, um, quick changes to the list, I see. Yeah, no, no. So my number three is Gary Neville. Um, you might be like, what the fuck? But yeah, uh, didn't make it on my list. <laughs> I eight eight Premier League wins. Wow, okay. Two Champions Leagues. Um, there's an absolute beast. Obviously, won countless fucking. I think he won. Yeah, so three FA Cups, four no four FA Cups, three league titles, um, seven English Super Cup wins, whatever. On transfer market, it says twelve Premier Leagues. I don't think that's necessarily true, but I Googled it, it said eight, but yeah, two Champions League. And like, I know he wasn't the most flashy player or whatever, but the dude was like rock solid. One of the best right backs, just a absolute workhorse of a player. Um, loved the club he was at. Uh, was obviously a one club man with Man United. That goes a long way in my book. Um, just yeah, a baller, mate. I know he gets a lot. He wasn't the most fancy, yeah, like I was saying, most fancy player on the ball. He wasn't gonna like wow you or anything. But I get like he was one of the first names on that team sheet for Fergie, for his for what well, during Neville's career. I guarantee you that. And um, yeah, I mean, like like you said, 
an amazing pundit with, with Gary, yeah. Gary, with uh, Jamie Carragher. I love him. Yeah. I love him with. Uh, that little combo is brilliant. Yeah, he's had some absolute amazing one-liners. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I actually do think Gary Neville, in a weird way, is underrated. Uh, obviously, I've put him at third on my list. And I think, yeah, um, just a quality, quality right back and Premier League servant. Fair. No, he definitely went under my radar. I'm not going to lie. I'll be completely honest with you. Gary Neville. It's the Premier League's win. It's the Premier League titles as well. Yeah, that's mad. If it's eight or 12, either one is fucking impressive. It might be eight Premier Leagues, four first divisions or whatever it may be. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I think that... So, so I think it's 12, like, top division trophies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Across first division and Premier League. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's fucking crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> is, but that's what you, you you kind of think he was also like you say he was a one club man and yeah. over a period where United were very 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 successful dominant exactly they were he was in that team exactly that's right. what I mean so it's for him to have won all of that makes sense yeah <laughs> it, it's yeah. not a, a big surprise but yeah Mark who have you got man I could, I'm assuming neither of you have Gary Neville no, he's not no, in my top no, ten. No. <laughs> okay, honorable mention, no. but no. <laughs> um, what are we on? Number where are we on? Number what, three, three, aren't we? Three. Top three now, baby. I think the top two are going to be just which way you've got them round. Yeah, yeah. basically, I think reason, we're, we're going to have the same two people. For some reason, I didn't go three, two, one. I for some reason wrote two, three, one. I don't really know what went well in my head. Um, number three is Vidic. Wow, very high. I, I just think as well my seven that makes my seven look a bit mad it's just I remember when Van Dyke was doing like amazing everyone comparing him to Vidic at that point yeah the world's best centre back being compared to Vidic obviously that has to speak to his name as well um, obviously this was, he was part of quite a good Man United team at the time uh, League Cup three times Premier League five times um, FA Shield five times, Champions League Cup, FIFA Club World Cup. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of things to win as well. And when you do things like hardcore centre backs or defenders, a lot of people are probably going to think of Vidic as well. That he's up there. So yeah, he is. Yeah. And he looks like a mean motherfucker as well. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yeah, I give you that. No, my thing was just that he, I think he's overrated as a footballer with the actual ball at his feet and playing football. He's heavily overrated, I think. But that's only why I had him so low. That's just personal bias type thing, isn't it? Standard. But, um, Standard. but yeah, Oli. Uh, Vidic. Yeah, funnily yeah. enough. Cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, not really much else to say. He was a beast. Like, yeah. to be fair, I've said that about literally every single person on my yeah. list because. They all were. If they're going to be in the top 10, 10, yeah, but they're they're all beastly. Exactly. Trent's a beast. That's a howler. I was my top 10. I was so nice about that at the beginning. That's such a fucking howler. It is. That's unreal. That's another Castagna as well. I think Colo Torre is a bit of a howler. That's another Castagna comment and City finishing seventh. We had a day night game, so 12, including as a coach at United. Oh, okay. That makes him even go up a little bit more in my book. That's as it. Well. That's it, mate. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. So, yeah, I'm sticking by it. Gary Neville, top three defender of Premier League all time. Number two, keep your wife's safe at home because <laughs> it's big JT, John Terry. He's coming in. Hopefully, future Crystal Palace manager. But yeah, big JT. He's, uh, you know, 
I mean, as you can say what you like about him off the field, he, yeah, he's done some pretty dickhead stuff, and you know who hasn't. But I mean, he did some really bad stuff, to be fair. Yeah, but, so. um, yeah, different more than, levels. More than your average guy. But uh, his footballing ability, bro, he's one of the best. Not only the best Premier League centre backs of all time, but just one of the best centre backs of all time. But he's, he's not just... the best on your list. No. All right, fair enough. Because the one ahead of him is his prop might be the best centre back. Well, up there, up there, up there with the Maldinis and that kind of lot, right? So um, John Terry, yeah, yeah, John Terry, JT, uh, Chelsea, you know, captain of Chelsea, uh, was the heart and soul of Chelsea along with Frank Lampard of that Mourinho team, and and even after Mourinho, you know, all the success they had with other managers, Ancelotti, uh, Di Matteo, all these men. Um, won the Premier League five times. Obviously, got that famous Champions League win where he comes on. You know, he didn't actually play, but he came on. Um, obviously also the famous slip in the Champions League final against Man United with the penalty but I'm not going to hold that against him too much when the rest of his career was stellar across the board uh, yeah I think it's like we were saying it's between him and Rio the top two is just depending on which way you got oh around. you've ruined it now I think Mark's got Rio second personally I don't know but I just think he's got Rio second but yeah for me John Terry's number one uh, number two sorry um, yeah yeah uh, just a beast, man. Beast. Questionable guy, but beast. And I really, really hope. And he's doing a banging job with Villa uh, as the heck, assistant coach or whatever. A they're doing an yeah. absolute a banging job. I need him at Palace. Come on, man. But uh, yeah, Mark, who have you got number two? You guessed right. It is Rio. Rio is that Matt? You couldn't put a Man United person first, could you? Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I've got to give respect. Enough. If you've got second, that's a great place to be for top 10. Second, not. Definitely. No, definitely a great place. Um, no, nah, I mean, I think we we spoke a little bit about Rio along today's little session. He's just also I really do like Rio as a sort of a commentator as well, and when he does sort of analysis. See, that's where I disagree. With I, I I like it. I think especially it just makes it just makes me laugh when he when he makes the makes does make some like outgoing comments and they backfire massively. I mean, yeah, I'm not the biggest Rio pundit fan, but. Player-wise, oh, absolutely. Player, yeah, no, player-wise, he is um, world-class, or was world-class back in the day. Um, we have the Intertoto Cup. Six Premier Leagues. Six. Yeah. That's insane. Well, yeah. obviously, comparing to Gary Neville's eight, not so much. Twelve altogether, but yeah. Twelve altogether, yeah. Uh, six FA Shields, three League Cups, Champions League, and FIFA Club World Cup. Again, is there anything major that he hasn't won that I'm missing? I don't think so. The Emirates Cup preseason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Europa? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the he's, whole won, time, I would he's won the, the Champions League, so it's basically... Yeah, I'm fairly exactly. sure the whole time that he was at United, they would have been in the Champions League, not the Europa. Yeah, I was going to so, say. Yeah. True, fair enough. Um, nah, I mean, when you win that much and you do it in, what, five years, I think... What? Well, how long he was at? Oh, wait, he was no, at United for twelve years. I, mean, I was looking at West Ham United. Oh, okay, United. I was going to say. Yeah, he's at West Ham, ninety-five, two thousand, Leeds, two years, and then was at United for quite some time. Well, twelve years, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's when he uh, was on that stellar of a team. But now, great player, and I think obviously it's obvious who is my number one. But I'll we'll leave that for the final reveal. Yep. Ollie, number two, which way did you go? I've gone Big JT. Nice. Number two. Nice. 19 trophies across his 
career at Chelsea. Again, another one uh, one team man. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you say, very questionable off the field. Did some very uh, mad things. Um, but yeah, you, you can't question his ability on the pitch. It was ridiculous. He was um, always, always starting. No matter England team, Chelsea team, doesn't matter. Like you say about Gary Neville, he was, John Terry was probably, well, John Terry and Lampard were the first two pl- uh, players you put on the uh, the Chelsea team sheet. Yeah, there's um, yeah, not really too much else to say. He was a, a beast like everyone I was, else. I was just thinking, I wonder if Wayne Bridge looks back on it and is like, I actually ain't too bothered about it because he did end up with Frankie from the Saturdays yeah. after leaving his missus. And that's an upgrade. That's a level up. Like, let's be real. So, Feb, you know, obviously, obviously, I'm taking the piss for all the viewers that don't get it. But uh, I don't want to get clipped up, nothing like that. But um, yeah, JT. And then, obviously, my number one is Rio, bowler, best Premier League defender of all time. But I just, yeah, yeah, he is, um, yeah, I don't really know what to say. He's like the, you don't really get many centre backs like Rio anymore. Um, Like, even Van Dyke, like, I don't think. Refined. There's just something different, mate. There's something and different about Rio. He just, yeah, it just doesn't have that. I don't know. Like Van Dyke doesn't like you know like as a. I know he's a big guy and all that kind of thing, but he's not. It's not the most intimidating guy. I, I don't know. Slim. Yeah, he's but Rio athletic. was fucking scary, bro. Back in the day, like clatty, yeah, clatty, and he was so quick as well. Like, and he was just a yeah, fantastic player. Um, yeah, can't sing his praises enough. We have heard none. Not a great pundit, great football player. Though. Mark, JT. JT. Yeah. I mean, I was going to knock him down to second because I was like, oh, we did do a lot in like 20 years. And I was like, wait a minute. He was doing that for 20 years. Yeah. I was like, fair enough. Maybe he does deserve top spot on my list. And that's exactly what I gave him. And obviously, we've, <laughs> we've spoken quite a bit on JT, as we always would do near the end of this. So I'm just not going to say any more and just leave it to Oli. Let's let Oli get some words in. Yeah, well, I've already mentioned um, John Terry, but yeah, Rio, my top man. Um, not really too much else to say. We've said it all, but 18 trophies, only one less than John Terry, but considering he got the majority of that for one club. In the yep. space of 12 years as opposed to 19 years with um, obviously John Terry and Chelsea. It's incredible player. Um, massive, massive influence, I think, in the dressing room and um, obviously on the pitch as well as off the pitch. Um, obviously, very, very sad to hear about what happened to his wife a couple of years ago. But obviously, he's now and he's remarried and he's, got, uh, he's just had another kid with his new wife. So, yeah happy for him he also did that boxing thing and um, do you remember that he did that small do, documentary yeah. thing about I boxing do. i think so um yeah he's clearly a, a talented man all around not pretty just, good on the uh, big nasty show yeah he was yeah he was, he was funny on it so yeah he was but, yeah but yeah he was talents. um exactly a man so, of um, many many talents we, we have had one of our viewers um give up give us their list do you want to read it out oh yeah go on do you want me to read it out is this in is this in order uh, yeah, so I'm going to go from assuming the top is down. I'm assuming that is from 10 to 1. I'd be very surprised so... if that first name is at the top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So number 10, William Gallas. Fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, William Gavs. Yeah, he was a crazy motherfucker, but he also was good for yeah Tottenham, Chelsea, and Arsenal. He went yep. about London. I remember uh, um, watching. Um, I think it was the first game that Arsenal played against Chelsea after he joined Arsenal, and I went to the game at uh, the Emirates with my dad. And it finished 1-0 to Arsenal and the boy William Gallas scored a header. I remember that very, very vividly. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I like that. Uh, number nine, Sol Campbell. We've already talked about Sol. Fair play. Definitely in this. Patrice Evra at number eight. Uh, no, uh, yeah, number eight. Yep. Dude's a baller. Tony Adams, Oli. You like that? At number seven. Yeah, Vidic at number six. So more on my side with the Vidic. I like that. I'll rate it. Um, Zavaleta, someone that none of us had in this list. Zabaleta at five. I think that's a bit high for Zabaleta, uh, yeah. but uh, fair enough. Like, you know, it's a bit bias in there. Fair enough. If that is the case, I don't know. Uh, but we welcome bias. So if that's the case, it doesn't matter. Um, Rio Ferdinand at four. Bloody hell. Fair enough. Um, and then Vincent Company at three. I think that's that's fair enough. I think you could make an argument for Company to be a top three Premier League defender of all time. I don't see why not. Uh, Ashley Cole at two and John Terry at one. Um, yeah, I, I like that list a bit. A bit Zabaleta, I'm not sure about to be fair. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, the rest of it is is pretty spot on. Gallas didn't even come to mind for me. No. Nah. Thinking about this list. Um, to be fair, that could but have fair. Been but I think he could have. I had quite a lot of uh, sort of. Um, well, I had to look around on sort of on the internet and stuff like that. I was doing a bit of research, looking at people's stats and stuff like that. And there was players that were popping up in other people's lists that baffled me. Uh, there was someone that had uh, Johnny Evans in their top 10. Of like million. right now, of all time? Of all time. Jesus, what And I was like, Recency you bias. sure? Yeah, I was like, uh, are you sure? Got a couple but, of um, yeah, I was just saying, I think, uh, say, day and night game saying, I think Ferdinand is always blessed with a CB, with a better CB next to him. So sort of the counterpoint to mine, I personally think Ferdinand was always the better defender in his thing. But fair enough, that's why we like these footy discussions, different points of view. We love it. And then to be fair, Zabaleta would have been lower, but I whipped it up quick. No worries. Yeah, Zabaleta was enough. a great player. I don't think... I mean, as well, it's all whipping that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for putting that together for us to talk about real quick. We love that. But um, Zabaleta definitely can be on this list. I just think five, five might be a little bit higher. I don't see, yeah. But be, him being on this list is definitely legit. Fair He's enough. got a better argument of being on the list than Trent Alexander-Arnold. Absolutely. Maybe uh, Day and Night Games is uh, giving you a run for your job, mate. Wow. Well, well, Mark, <laughs> Mark does a lot of behind the scenes stuff, behind so we ain't getting scenes, rid of Mark. Yeah. No, we ain't getting rid of Mark no time soon. Um, but yeah, another one. Whereas Terry was always the leader. Without him, Chelsea wouldn't have been anywhere near as much. One of very much. I, I, yeah, no. I, I see your point completely. I think yeah, he was definitely the leader of that Chelsea team. Um, leader of that back line. Obviously, yeah, Petr check behind him. That's not too bad. But um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah. So that that concludes our Premier League top ten list. Uh, I think it's pretty good. I think. We all nearly had like a similar top three. It was very, very similar across the well, fairly similar across the board. And we had a lot of the same ten, but it's just a lot of like different were. orders and stuff. So, um, but yeah, the top three were well, the top two were definitely obviously pretty nailed clear. on, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, decent. No, fair enough. I mean, before we go, we'll do what we usually do. We'll just talk about a couple of the games coming up this weekend. See what you think. Obviously, big game this weekend's Liverpool Chelsea. Mark, how you feeling, mate? Both teams 
dire need of a win. Like a yeah. win or nothing yeah. is basically for I both mean, teams. Chelsea, Chelsea confirmed Thiago Silva's out. Not he's not playing. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's going. It's looking. It's going like it looks like it's going in Liverpool's direction here. Again, it's too. It's too. I think it's too soon to say Liverpool easily going to win this. Like, is, that, uh, is that is that Anfield? Yeah. Okay, but still at Anfield. At Anfield. 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 <laughs> we haven't in recent games been the rock. Oh, he's also good. I also had that Van Dyke down. Uh, didn't make my list because he hasn't done enough yet. Which is also fair enough, fair. completely we fair all, enough. We all just love watching Van Dyke. Yeah, my my pick with him in there was like sort of just future in, yeah, in, yeah. involved as well. Um, but, yeah. but the Chelsea Chelsea Liverpool game, I think, really could could go any way depending on how Tuchel wants to wants to play it. Really, I mean, we, we Liverpool don't really have much options with who we're starting, other than it's going to probably be Kabak at the back. Yeah, Fabinho. Uh, Fabinho might be back. Well. I heard that Allison and Fabinho so back. I heard back, so he'll be centre back with Kabak most likely, and Nat, Nat Phillips will be dropped. Yeah, and potentially doing the old Wijnaldum, Curtis Jones, uh, Thiago in the mid, and then the standard front three up top. There's just not really much room for flexibility at the moment with our squad. And... Yeah, it's a tough one, bro. I'm liking Chelsea. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, only I'm because I'm not going to argue with that. Only, only because of the injuries and the fact that you guys have been struggling to break down solid defensive teams, and Chelsea under Tuchel have been, you know, antithesis of that. Like they've been so solid at the back. They haven't been fantastic up front, but they have been so solid at the back. The Premier League is probably one of the most unpredictable leagues in the world. Of course, so I'd be stupid to bet against Liverpool because it's Liverpool. But also, I just think Chelsea maybe at this time. Chelsea could get. I think, yeah. I think I, I will back Chelsea for this win, but I, I, I don't think it's going to be. It's not going to be a high-scoring game either no. way. I think it's will be a one-nil. Yeah. I was about to say I reckon Liverpool, maybe one-nil Liverpool. Yeah. And that's me hopping on the sort of the the wave of just beating Sheffield United, but then it's not really a big wave. It's more just. A... <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. It's, but it's a much needed, a small splash. Um, a small splash, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, Palace have got Man United tonight uh, in a couple of hours. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, we're probably going to fucking lose, aren't we? Three but, nil. Uh, I mean, it's at Sellers Park, so yeah, we're more likely to lose at the moment at Sellers Park and then away. It's a bit weird. But um, I'm not looking. I don't think. Yeah, no, I think. United will win that. If they don't, then Jesus work, guys. That's bad. Um, this weekend. This weekend is a bit more interesting. Ollie, you guys have got Burnley. Away at Burnley. A couple months this... ago, I'm saying Burnley have got a chance here, but what do you think? With the form you're in now? This is going to be one of those games that we lose for some stupid reason, I think. It's a game like we should win. Um, there was sort of the how we're doing at the moment compared to sort of how Burnley are doing, but I just reckon it's going to be one of those games that we've just a solid three points just snatched away from us, and yeah. I think I'm not sure if we'll lose. Uh, we might do, but I don't think we're going to win it for some reason. I've just got a feeling in the back yeah. of my mind that it's we're not going to come out as strong as uh, we need to. But fingers crossed, I'm wrong. Hopefully we yeah. absolutely destroy him. But I think you guys will. Nice. I don't think no. I don't think you guys will destroy him. Sorry, I think you guys will win. Uh, they looked just a mess of a team against Tottenham. 
really bad. But uh, yeah, I think you guys will definitely get a win. A shout out to Day and Night Games again for saying, you know, back in the Palace boys. I appreciate it. Schluff and Wilf will be back um, next fan. week though. Good time coming. Uh, I don't know. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Wow. Uh, so, oh, so mate, you're going to know exactly what's been, what I'm going through right now with this. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's emotional times, bro. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, I agree. I don't think Schlupp or Wilf will be available tonight. I think maybe the Tottenham game, hopefully. That would be fantastic. Because I actually do think we could do something against Tottenham if we have them two in the team. Um, hopefully but, you do, because we've got Tottenham the week after. And I'd uh, love for them to be on a losing streak. Yeah, well, Bale's come into the team and you look like a bit of a baller, so you never know. Um, yeah, so looking towards the weekend. So yeah, I'm back in Arsenal for that to win against Burnley. You've got um, Liverpool Fulham, Mark. That's got to be a dub, right? It's got to be a win. It's got to be, be a dub. Um, You've got to be asking serious questions if you don't get three points from that game. I've asked yeah. serious questions before that, mate. It's got to be like a. You don't need to. Yeah, that's that's going to be a. I think that will be a high scoring game. Um, City, Man United. This is the big one. Big Manchester derby. Big Manchester derby. Probably the biggest Manchester derby for the last five years, maybe, with both uh, teams like, at the top like this, like first and second. Yeah. Got to be like the biggest, but I mean, doesn't really count for much because City won the league anyway. But yeah, basically. I think City are going to win this. Yeah. Yeah. So Bruno Fernandes is going to be quiet for the whole game as well. Classic. Doesn't yeah. Big games I, I saw this about him not turning off a big game. So this actually is not true. He does show up big games. He does. Just when, just when he doesn't, he does. everyone's like, "Don't show up yeah. big games, mate." He just hasn't shown up in some big games. Yeah, that's the problem. Probably but, like um, he needs to tweet the title. Yeah, but no, I uh, City should win that. I mean, even Man United do. Who cares? Uh, the league's done. Um, if it was closer, it'd been way more interesting. Um, I think it's just United in general aren't turning up for the big games. I think I saw something on Instagram the other day of the fact they that are they are struggling to make big chances like that. Lost three and drawn two of Haven't the... they they've struggled to score against any big team this yeah, year. I don't I, th- I don't think they've won against any of the big teams this year. Yeah. I think they've drawn twice and then they've lost the rest. I don't think they've won any of the well, big it's teams. a tactic that's not doing too badly for them in the Oh yeah, they're still sitting second, so it can't be that bad. But yeah. So it always makes you think, like, I always think, oh, the Premier League, like, what is like, it's so good. And then you look at the teams that are like, is it though? Or is it just that, like, City or Liverpool are really good for a year and the rest aren't? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, this like, year, I think, is it's a bit of an anomaly because I think nothing has happened, like, nothing like this year has happened in a, a long, long time. It's not yeah. been this sort of close other than obviously first but even a couple of weeks ago it wasn't that it, the, the gap wasn't this big so i think yeah th- this whole season is a yeah a bit of an anomaly really um i think normally it would be slightly different there would be more teams challenging for the title and it would be a bit of a gap between say the top four and the rest of the top 10 and then obviously the, the rest of the, the, the league but um yeah, I think it's just a bit of an odd year, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, it, it's like, I just, just sometimes it gets me thinking, like, is the Premier League actually shit or is it not? Like, I don't know. No, like, I think, yeah. obviously, like, every league goes through, I think, weird years. Um, I think, obviously, 
La Liga a couple of years ago, but I think was slacking a bit and it was a bit odd. Um, I mean, even now that the league is still slacking. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, um, but there's obviously the Farmers League. It's just a one man, a one team yeah. league. That's make me think. I guess it is the best of what we've got, but it still doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like we. I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same at the moment, man. It just doesn't feel the same. But then I guess that's more alluding to what you've been just talking about with you know, this season being an anomaly. But um, but yeah, enough of me getting deep about the Premier League. Doesn't need to be um, Chelsea Everton. Another interesting one on the weekend. Everton Very interesting. Ancelotti really. against his former team. But um, Everton, yeah. We, I don't know, man. That Richarlison goal was beautiful. Was it was. It? Yeah, it was a beautiful, just skip past. It was. And they managed to hold on to that win, that 1 0 win uh, against. Uh, just get a, uh, Southampton. They got the goal early and they just held on. I mean, that's, an, that's a thing Everton don't normally do. Years past, definitely not. Um, so yeah, they obviously, obviously, I'm improving more and more as they go. I just it's at Stanford Bridge, too cool with the way like I keep harping on about the defensive qualities that he's got with this Chelsea team, but it's there. And you know, I, I think Chelsea will probably win that. I think yeah. Everton have got a chance, but I think I'm going to give it to Chelsea. I reckon Chelsea would win that as well, probably like yeah. a two, three, one affair, maybe. I think, uh, yeah, maybe like a 1 0, 2 0. I think maybe a bit closer. No, neither team are scoring crazy amount of goals at the moment. Um, yeah, I think maybe a 1 1 or 2 0 to Chelsea. But yeah, what do you guys think of that one? No, I agree. Yeah, I don't think Everton will be very. I don't think Everton will dominate at all. Um, I think if anyone's going to edge it, it will be Chelsea. But I don't think it's going to be hugely one-sided to each team or sort of like one team over the other yeah no i'm with you on that one uh yeah but it should be an interesting week regardless the football this weekend obviously with the, the united uh the manchester derby we got chelsea liverpool tomorrow it's a good cup good good few days of football yeah, um i'm looking forward to it this this season is it's coming to a close right weirdly it, it doesn't it feels like it's been long isn't it this year it's just been something to focus on yeah during this sort of shit time and i think it's been nice having it back but that break was horrible yeah, yeah. well well yeah, yeah. oh what well, the initial break we had yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. yeah the initial break and i think where obviously where it's now coming round with do you usually get this many double game weeks I don't, feel I don't like know. I think they're playing game week 33 across loads of different weeks. So, um, oh, yeah, tomorrow, I that, actually, it is, uh, Fulham are playing Tottenham, but that's a get a match day 33 out of obviously 38. Yeah, so they've and then the week after, yeah, yeah, I'm with City you. are playing um, Southampton on a random Wednesday, and it's the only midweek game that there is. Um, so yeah, they're, they're splitting some of the game weeks across different uh, weeks for some reason. So yeah, I think obviously where, where players, uh, teams have been impacted by COVID. Um, yeah. Obviously, who is it? FA Cup, stuff Villa like that. and City. I think both had a couple of games in hand at one point, and I think have pretty much caught. Oh, well, City have caught up now. I think. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a bit. It's affected different teams in different ways. So I think they've had to kind of readjust the schedule where they need to. Um, but match day 18 out of uh, 38, Aston Villa versus that. Tottenham, that's being played on week, well, meant to be week 29. 
So. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I think all the games will be played. It's just obviously when they actually get played and they've done a good job, all things considering. Of, um, obviously managing to keep as many games as they can still played and yeah fair play to them yeah no I agree I think uh, yeah it should be interesting man should be interesting to see what, what, what goes on for the rest of the season I think obviously you know, City won the top four battle is strong though that's going to be fun to see out the relegation battle could be pretty fun um, as long as Palace aren't involved uh, but yeah I, I think yeah, we're nearly there. We're nearly at the end. We've nearly got the Euros coming up. We're going to have a fresh start next season, hopefully with fans indoors. Injuries come back. Obviously, injuries happen every season, but obviously with COVID and stuff, it has been a bit heightened. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I am looking forward to it. I've never felt like... It's, it does almost feel like I want to get the season done, but then I don't want to take... I think that's maybe because Palace aren't in such a great situation. Um, but yeah, I, I'm more looking forward to this summer... And next season starting. Think, and, yeah, it's it's this numbers are really needed, especially obviously like we have said before, the sort of the Euros really coming around. Yeah. And it's just gonna be lockdown will be lifted, we'll have so much football yeah. that hopefully we won't be able to, to count the games that we've missed. And it's just gonna be hitting the pubs, watching like we Macedonia play like Hungary or something weird like That's that. It. And just just chill out for the whole day. On the back of the Euros, um, Bojo's also announced that uh, the UK and Ireland are hopefully launching their uh, bid to host the 2030 World Cup. So, uh, so hopefully that will be something to look forward to in nine years' time. Well, that's good. That, I was wondering if stuff like this was going to happen because obviously how the um, furlough scheme and COVID in general has affected the, 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 the economy over here. I was wondering if, if Boris Johnson was going to push for something like that. Yeah, get massive tourism. Oh, yeah. Kind of stuff. Pull in some tourism. And if he wants to do it with football, I'm all here for it, Bojo. Slightly um, off topic, but I have no idea when people say that the UK is in however many trillions or billions pounds worth of debt. To who? Banks. <laughs> yeah, Banks, yeah, I Banks. guess. Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah. I, I don't understand it all. But this is yeah. why I talk about sports and not yeah, shit. Exactly. Um... <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think um, that we need to get some more tourism into the country after all this is done. I don't think we should be pushing to do it too soon because I don't want the country to relapse and go back into another lockdown. I think we should just stick it out now and come out the other side of it, hopefully better. But yeah, I think we will, man. I think we will. Well, wish positive vibes only. Good vibes only, bro. That's what we need. Speaking of good vibes... I was uh, very, very gassed that Arsenal beat Benfica in the Europa League. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was very worried about that. And now I'm just equally as worried about the next game, Olympiacos. Yeah, you but, got some history with Olympiacos. Yeah, but who knows? I wasn't that, confident oh, that Benfica. Man United AC Milan draw is tasty. I'm like actually watching Europa League. Best league, yeah. mate. Better than Champions League. Yeah, uh, yeah I might actually watch, <laughs> might actually watch some... Uh, some uh, Europa League but anyway on that bombshell um, I would say thank you to you two for, for joining you know doing the podcast today um, hope Harry will, awesome. well, hope Harry will be back soon probably be back for next week I'm assuming Ollie mm. you're more than welcome to come join us for I next think, week I think Harry might have some quizzes planned oh yes he did so, say that so Ollie get your, get your quiz hat on mate we'll that'd, be good, that'd, that'd be good to live stream 
uh, as well. That would be good. I'm actually just looking at my whiteboard of ideas, my, my magical whiteboard of podcast. Um, I have put for next week, worst players of the year. So, I don't know, if we want to do a quiz and that, maybe we can work oh, that in. I'll make it, was it top 10? Uh, yeah, be your 10 worst players of this but season. Mark can't make the list because no player, no, no Liverpool players will end up in it. That's it. Well, there are a few, maybe. Uh, it could be, yeah, yeah I'm sitting there thinking, well... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Van Dyke number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hasn't played... Trent seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be terrible season. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's like I was saying, like I was saying, thanks to it. This is what happens. We get sidetracked and I'm trying to do the outro. I get sidetracked and I've got to start the outro again. Right. Thanks. Thanks everyone for watching. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe, you know, follow us on Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, Mark, anywhere else. All that good stuff. Pow, pow. Uh, pow, pow. Uh, no, no, it's fine. No, no. Okay. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week for a quiz and probably, yeah, top 10 worst players of the season, just this season. Um yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Um, all of that, all of that. Peace and love. Bye. Bye.